Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 41, 41 already, to the Agree to Disagree show, where we discuss news, politics, current events, and everything under the sun, pop culture. Let me remind you, as I do every week, guys, we are streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, both my personal and the Agree to Disagree show Facebook page, and on YouTube, of course, at uh, Agree to Disagree show as well. Uh, I invite you to bring, bring in your comments, your questions. It's so good to be with you guys this evening again. And again, let me remind you guys, please, if you uh, appreciate this, share this content with your with your friends or you, anybody you think would enjoy this content. And uh, subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and, of course, my YouTube channel at Agree to Disagree Show. So without further ado, guys, tonight's guest is a very good friend of mine, um, what I call a serial entrepreneur. An overall good guy. Please give a warm Montreal welcome to my friend Reno Var. Here we go. What's up, Louis, baby? <laughs> Do you remember when that thing came out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was in the Super Bowl. I think it was Budweiser. Could it be? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? All right, you looking good, bro. Looking good. Love the T-shirt, bro. Love the T-shirt, man. Love it. I love, love it. it bro. I love the marketing strategy, buddy. I love it. EM Custom Designs on Jean Talon. I spoke about it on my last <laughs> podcast. It was my first time I wore the T-shirt. Check yeah. out, guys, for all your graphic design T-shirts, caps, anything, anything you need. What's 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 the what's the place? EM Custom Design. Okay, uh, right next to uh, Cafe Journal. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks to Robert's place. Good, nice. uh, great group of guys there. So uh, go check them out, guys. And uh, there's gonna be a little bit more merch coming out. I got to cap, get cap done. I gotta, get, gotta get some stuff. Some you're, get, you're getting your shit done, eh? You're getting your shit done, eh? I'm trying. I'm trying. Like you, bro. I don't, first yeah. of all, you know, what I always said, bro. First of all, it's fucking taking long enough time to get you on the show. Number one. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a busy guy. You I know. That. Number two, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. It's an honor. And number three, you know what I always ask myself is: There's you and there's two people in my life, you and Carmen Peroni, which you know. And I yeah. said, but when do you sleep, guys? Can I ask you a question? When do you sleep? And and I, I will sleep only when I die. That's what die. I say. <laughs> so well, the thing. I will. I will never retire. I know that because I'm stubborn. My wife says that I'm always stubborn about that. Yep. Uh, I'll take it a bit slower, yeah, when I'm going to get older. Okay. But like I said, you know, I, I love to work. I love to get into projects. I like to, to give it all. And once it's running smooth, then I jump on to the next thing. <laughs> so that, that's, that's how I am. You know what I mean? I, I don't sleep, man. I don't know. I Sleeping is... is, is for the week. I'll say for me. You know what I mean? I get a couple of hours in, and I go, okay, you know, like like they say, you know what I mean. Uh, whoever sleeps doesn't catch the worm, right? So that's right. So, bro, on that note, before we get started, let's do a cheers. Yeah, settles, bro. Settles here. 
10 diamond. With my finale beer. This is nice. for my buddy, Frankie. Nice. By, by the way, I'd like to get, have those guys on the show. You're going to make me hook me up on that. Yeah, I'm going to hook it up. Don't worry. All right. So, this is for Frankie Finale here. Frankie yeah, is a great, uh, great friend and uh, cigar lover. By the way, this guy here, you, he loves cigars and uh, his buddy, his partner too. And uh, they're great guys, man. And uh, fact, you, you think I don't sleep? Those guys don't sleep, man. Yeah, I know. I know. They, they, they haven't are. stopped. They haven't stopped. They have been pushing, pushing their brand. It's unbelievable. I love what they're all about. Finale, birra, birra, birra finale. Awesome. Awesome beer. It's, it, it hits the spot. You had some with me. Remember, we had a couple of beers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very good. good. Very good. Very I good. know that uh, Robert uh, sells their stuff too at, uh, at Cafe Bruno. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Robert at Bergano too. I love supporting local. You know that. I'm always supporting local. Robert is a great guy. Uh, I was there last time I met up with you there, and, I, and I had, we had a talk, me and Robert, about uh, ball hockey. He used yes. to hate playing against me, man. He used to hate playing against me. I go, buddy. It was it was a love and hate relationship, but after that, we had a couple of beers after the game. So Robert was a good I love player. I love, I love playing against him. Yeah. So here's the thing, okay? So the reason yeah. why I said that before, because you can understand why, guys, everybody watching and listening to the podcast in the audio format after, of course, which is available in our podcast uh, afterwards, uh, it is I've always been impressed with with Reno's work ethic. And, and the multitude of projects that he's involved. And um, so I wanted to have a good discussion with him and, and, and find out what makes him tick and what keeps him motivated and, and how he manages to all do this and, and also the backstory behind this. So I'd love to start off with, because what's for me and I'm sure for you as well is I think your most important, um, uh, if I could say project that you do, that you've dedicated your life to is tell us i'd love to hear more about your group home for uh, autistic adults and, and what's what's the reason behind it how did you get to do that and what exactly is is it that you do okay so let's let's go back 17 18 years ago mm-hmm. um i uh, i was uh, i was always into business you know that i was always an entrepreneur and all that and I used to start doing little businesses in my garage, and and um, and uh, eventually I, I got older, started putting some money in the bank, opening up businesses. So I used to back then in 2000, 2001, I was uh, in the bar business, the restaurant business, and um, and back then, uh, twenty twenty, no, two thousand one, two thousand two, uh, it was tough business, you know, cafes, restaurants, bars. Uh, they were popping up everywhere, and and it was a tough business and all that. Long hours, little profits. Um, you know, you you're in the bar business. You got to drink at your buddies. Go home on a hangover. Day after, you got to go again. You know, it, it wasn't a life and all that. Repeat, rinse and so, repeat. Repeat, repeat. Keep drinking. Repeat, keep drinking. Repeat, keep drinking. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so I said to myself, you know, this is not a life, you know, tomorrow I want to have a family or whatever. This is not a life. So, uh, one of my friends, uh, started working at a, at a group home and he went, and this was the group home we're just starting in And the project of this group home is it's a, it's a government program that the government help you find, they finance you. Uh, they, it's like a daycare, right? But a daycare, but a full-time 24 hour daycare Yes. in a home, in a home setting. So what they were trying to do was 
they were trying to reduce the the institutes and bring them into group homes. And what happened is they saw a big change in that, change in behaviors. Medication started to go down. The kids were becoming more happier. They were being more active, um, a better lifestyle. More interaction. More interaction because, you know, in an institute, you could have 20 kids and you'll have only two or three staff, uh, one educator, one nurse. So the attention is not there. Yeah. When you go into a group home, it's a setting of five to eight, nine individuals with two to three staff. So it's a big, it's a different ratio, right? Yes. So uh, one of my buddies went to try it out, gave me a call. He goes, you know, they're looking for people who want to come and give it a shot. And this was one of my partners in the restaurant business because he wanted to get out of the restaurant business too. Wow. Because he give it a shot. So, you know, like you were at a point that, you know, we were pulling in crazy hours, we were tired. Uh, it wasn't a lifetime. It wasn't a life anymore. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you were exhausted. We weren't making any money. Uh, it was tough. So I went to try it out. So 2003, I went to try it out. 2002, 2003, I went to try it out. And I said to myself, wow, this is like another world. And when I went there, Lou, I go, is this for me or not? Because honestly, Lou, it wasn't for everybody. You know, this is not for everybody. Now I'll, I'll be straight up with this. So when I went there, Lou, and, I, and when I went and tried this out, I go to myself, I'm going to give myself two to four months. Am I going to hack it or not? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like every job, right? You give yourself 17 years later, Lou, I'm still loving what I do. You know, Reno, um, I, I, listen, my wife, as you know, is a social worker and she, she yeah. works at Galileo. Um, so for me, it's, it, you know, people like you, people like my wife, not because she's my wife, we need people like you in society. And and I know it's not easy because, you know, I've come and visit you at your day camp, which we're going to talk about in a bit. Yeah. Um, and I see the, the need there. And you've, you've explained to me some of the needs and what happens with funding between, you know, the kids fall between the cracks and you have parents waiting. And it, it just breaks my heart, bro. So that's why mm -hmm. I found it was so important to, to share this message. It's the first thing I wanted to talk about tonight is because there is amazing people like you, really. And, and I'm not just saying this because you and I have become friends, but it's the truth. I mean, we need to we need to Thank highlight you. these people that that are that are that are helping our society. But you just said it. You know, I could imagine the positivity and just the hands-on care that they get, the interaction that they have in smaller yeah. groups now. Um, that that was the whole purpose, you know. And I'm so glad. Look, I have shivers just talking about it. And it's incredible, and Thank I know it's so easy. I tip my hat off to you. Um, I tip my hat off. Lua, to you. I, I'll be. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. After 17 years, and 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 I and I love what I do. Okay, I'm not gonna take nothing back. Of, you know, I had my rough times. You know, uh, long hours. Uh, you know, 24 hours, seven seven days a week. Mm. Um, I don't find it as a job. I find it as going and see my my second family and interacting with my second family. And dealing with them, you know, and and, and dealing the day to day, what they need, what do they want to do. Let's go do some activities with them, like I do with my kids, right? So to me, I don't see it. I don't see it as a as a job. I see it as a as a as a going and visit my my second family. Not like I'm cheating on my other family, but you know what I mean. Is 
<laughs> it's like I, I, you know, I love, I love going and see my my boys. You know, it's because it's all boys, uh, boys uh, group. Home. And when I say boys, is that they all came to me when they were teenagers or young kids, but now they became adults. Wow. There wasn't a group home of adults I opened up. It was for kids, and then they grew up with me, and and it used to hurt my heart because when they would reach at an adult uh, age, they say, "Okay, could we place them in an adult uh, group home?" And then I said, you know what? It's enough. I don't want. I want to stay with my guys, and I want to grow with my guys, and I want to get old with my guys. You know what I mean? Wow. So, so it was kind of tough at the beginning when I was getting young kids, and then they would turn into adults. But uh, anyways, I, I love my job. I love. I love what I do. Uh, I love putting a smile on my my boys. Um, and and what it is, it's it's the bottom line, and just giving them a better life. That's all. Yeah. You know, I, I know that uh, it's hard to say there. You know. How could you give an autistic adult a better life or whatever? Uh, we try to interact more as much as possible, keep them more active. Um, you know, if uh, they're, they're under the weather, we try to care for them as much as possible. Uh, we always try to uh, put a smile on their face. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how many how many staff do you have at the, at the, at the home? Right now, I got because of the pandemic and all that. You know, it was it was tough. Uh, I have six staff, six to seven staff, depending on the weekends, but mm -hmm. twenty four hours. So I, I rotate them. I wrote them. So I have yeah, about seven staff plus myself. I'm there mostly in the day. I do from nine to three. Uh, sometimes I do some overnights, uh, you know, to give the guys a break. Sure. Uh, I do my I do the cooking. I do the the buying. I do all the meetings for the, the doctors, appointments, all that stuff. Social workers, uh, educators. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I love, it. I love it. I love it. I wow. gotta say, Louis, I love, I love what I do. You do, you do, because it's it's evident. You don't need to. You don't even need to. It, it's evident. You don't even need to to show us. And and so I guess this love for that, uh, the natural progression was to do what you do because you saw a need, and you we had briefly discussed this uh, when I came and see you this summer at your, your summer camp, which is uh, yeah. called Blue Light Program, which the website is at the bottom here, streaming yeah. at the bottom. Um, tell us tell us a little bit about that. What was what was the need that you were looking at, at um, uh, finding a solution for? And yeah. uh, tell us what it is. Okay, so Blue Light Program was, uh, it, it, it was a project in my, in my head that it was there well, when I started, when I opened up my house, I opened it up in 2006, mm -hmm. and uh, and I noticed that uh, when I opened up the house and all that, I, I said, you know what? In the summer, I got to find a, a summer camp or something for these kids to do. So I looked around and I, and I got this summer camp in Lachine, La Salle, sorry, and it was called the Cooperation Espoir mm -hmm. Summer Camp. Great summer camp, you know. I have nothing negative to say. They're fantastic and all that. And they're they're like they're like me, you know, giving giving an option to parents to to have uh, activities for the kids for the summer. Yeah. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna sign up my boys, and and I had to bring all my boys there, and 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 then I started bringing my staff there to to support my boys because you know there's always that attention that you need. But then Cooperación Escuadra was becoming so much of a demand that they couldn't take my guys anymore. They were trying to help the people. Uh, the kids that the kids that were living at home, which the parents needed a break, not the group homes, right? You, you follow? Yeah. So, so I said, you know what? I don't want my boys to stay home. 
and I don't want. And then, this, and then they were talking to those, and I was speaking to to the director of Operation uh, Squad. You know, we have a, a long waiting list, and there it clicks. I go, I gotta, I gotta help. I gotta help these families that need uh, at least something for the summer, even if it's two weeks or or it's uh, four weeks or six weeks or whatever. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna open up a sports a sports summer camp. But it doesn't mean it's all about sports. But there's always going to be a theme of sports, you yeah. know, playing some basketball, some soccer, tag, uh, bowling, you know. So I said, you know what? I'm going to open up a summer camp. And my first year, I opened it up was uh, at uh, Catalonia Soccerplex. You know the Soccerplex on Lachine? Lachine, yeah, Lachine. Yeah, and now they're I think they're turning it into Congo or something. But, Anyways, I started over there. We had a beautiful soccer field. We had a beautiful complex to, to play around. And uh, and it was a great success. I, I signed up, I think it was 50 to 53 kids for eight weeks. And uh, it, was, it was a great success. You know, I uh, got great staff, young kids that wanted to work. You know, they, they, were, they had that drive. Uh, but before I opened up the summer camp, I started the day program. Okay, just let me take it just one step back. I started a day program because after 21, and you could ask your, your wife because of a Galileo tool and all that. After 21, once they finish 21, they have an option, or it's or they go to a, a working program, program, yeah, or an adult program, depending on how functional they are. Correct. Exactly, how functional they are, and also if there's space. And right now. Uh, these programs are all tapped out. They're like really full to the max. And the only way they, they, they have space is that if one wants to leave or somebody passes away. Yeah. So, so, so it's, it's a long waiting list, you know. I have a couple of my boys that uh, it's over six, seven years we're still on the waiting list. So just to tell you, you know what I mean? You know, so, see seeing that you said that and, and i don't want to get into the whole political discussion not not tonight but but you know just just to understand the struggle of these parents that struggle just to to keep it together and then how do you find the funding behind this how hard is it for these parents to get funding or any type of of help from the government or even for you guys it's crazy yeah it's crazy listen um that that is the one of the Biggest issue, Lou. Let's let's talk about to to get a day program going is not a problem. To find educators is not a problem. To find staff is not a problem. Yeah, it's to fund it. I got rent to pay. I got an educator to pay. I got a staff to pay. I got materials to pay. I got a lot of overhead. Of course. And these parents can't afford it. They got to go to work to 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 put food on the table. They got to work to go pay a mortgage or a rent or whatever. What is there left for their kids? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. the government are giving, like, you know, some of them after 21, they collect welfare, right? They, they fall into that, that category of welfare. When they get into the welfare, after all the, the room and board or whatever the expenses are paid, there's not much money left. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, well, and it's a vicious circle, right, Reno? Because if the parents go work, they work like animals, then they have to come home, take care of these kids, they get burnt out, there's not enough program, not enough funding then you know these parents end up not working and go on and it's just and then the mental illness comes out and even the parents burn out and it's just 
that that just I've and, seen parents I've seen parents that you know they they struggled and they struggled and they struggled and they were knocking on doors to get help and all that and and you know uh, even social workers were were getting burned out and stressed and all that and and, and educators you know overwhelmed and all that and it, it was like it, it was a it was I see like now I'm starting to see a bit of the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm starting to see that the government are opening up, uh, putting in more money into the, uh, the mental health aspect. They're starting to support us more. Um, oh, oh man, that makes me happy. Which, 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 which is which is good. Like the government are starting to open up their doors, mm -hmm. but between me and you, it's still not enough. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. It's still not enough. Um, you know, we're, we're, I'm trying to raise money for for the summer camp. And it's for the, those parents that need those extra weeks so that the kids could come. You know, if the yeah. parent could afford only two weeks, I'm trying to raise money so that the kid could have four weeks or six weeks so that they could give a break to the parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm doing, I'm doing some stuff like that. You know, like uh, December 4th, I'm going to be selling Christmas trees with uh, Chez Michel at uh, Marché Jean Talon. And we're going to be raising money and there's going to be a proceeds going to the Blue Light program for, for parents that need uh more funding for for their, their summer camp so uh chez michel at uh jean talon december 4th uh december 4th yeah december 4th is that and uh, and they're a great family uh uh the bono family yes uh john uh, john carlo and uh michelina they're great friends of mine and all that and uh, family friends and all that and uh, um, they're, they're really a uh, big family and uh, they're helping out on that uh, that aspect i really appreciate it they reached out to me and all that and and i'm super happy that uh, you know they're doing something for the autism community so uh that that's you know that's what i'm trying to do it's like uh, and it's not I, I don't i don't need the money you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm stable and everything mm -hmm. but families need need a break and i know what they go through 24 7. Yeah. And, and that's what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to give them that little bit of break you know if it's six weeks or three weeks or whatever you know, the kid goes in, like, I'll tell you something. When when you came and see me there at the, the summer camp and all that, I had, I had a parent come in. And, and every time I see the parents in the morning, I go, so uh, I was just, how, how, was, how was your kid last night? Oh, Reno, really, he went to bed so early. He goes, oh, he was tired. Yeah. Well, I, so I, did my job. So I did my job. I gave you a break and gave the kid a good night's sleep. And he goes, yeah, Reno, I never slept in so much in my life. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so when the father and mother comes and tell me that, I go because I did my job, eh? I go, so I gotta keep it up. So, so, so it was it was good to hear, you know, good good positive vibes. You know, Arino, um, when it, when yeah, I absolutely. when I met some of their kids at the camp, and and of course I've met yeah. at the various fundraisers when uh, for Gary yeah. Leo, and I've, of course I've gone with my kids and and uh, and my wife, and I met them, and and I see how much love they have for my wife, and vice versa, yeah. how much my wife loves them. It warms my heart. You you see, really the the I won't even say the difference. The impact, the tremendous impact that schools like Galileo, programs like yours, have yeah. on these on these I won't say children because most of them are adults um, now. I see the impact. I still, call, I still call them my boys, Louis. I still call yeah. them my boys. Yeah, of course, of course, they they, they are your boys. You 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 raise them. <laughs> of course, they're your boys. You know, and and then I see, but I just see, you know, when my wife speaks about her students, it's like that's this joy on her face. 
it's yeah. just beautiful to see. And, and I just thank God that there's people like like this on this planet because yeah. those parents need to well, bring listen, I, I know Martina and her team at the Galileo are, yeah. are fantastic. They're so down to earth. Yeah. Uh, I have two of my friends that work there, that uh, high school friends, and uh, we chat uh, so often and all that. Uh, shout out to Lisa and, and Anna. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Martina, I know Martina too. We we we, we chatted sometimes, yeah. and uh, and uh, they have a great team. Uh, it's they have their 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 students so involved in everything. Like they're involved in the fundraising, they're involved in in the school activities, they're involved in the community. Uh, yeah. You know, they're also now. Uh, I know just for cause they're doing the. A work program. They worked. Uh, they opened up a store. They have been working in there, uh, which is great. You know, it's that. That is like, like wow. You know, we're, we're opening up doors for them to go to work. You know, uh, oh, yeah. we've got also giant steps. Giant steps. Uh, summer camp. Uh, sorry, Jack Step. A uh, 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 school for autism, and their adults and all that. They're they're starting to open up uh, uh, work programs. With they're they're collaborating with uh, Maxi and all that. Yes. So those are the things I like to see. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. So so that's what I love to see, and I and I support that highly. You know, amazing. And, uh, I wish I wish we could we could we could find more work for them because they are great workers out there. Trust me. They are. Uh, it's not a it's not a it's not a, a negative. You got to look at it as a positive. They could do things that you would be amazed. You would be amazed what they do. I have one of my friend's son that just got hired from Microsoft. Wow. From Microsoft, yeah. And he's, I think he's 22, 23. And they, they, they locked him in for, I think, five years or whatever. And I was, like, shocked. I, like, you know. Amazing. I love to hear stories like that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I love to hear stories. Absolutely. And I saw, you know, during the pandemic uh, at the Galileo, they were making the face, the face masks. Yeah. Uh, they had yeah. a with the, with one of the hospitals. Did you see their uh, Christmas baskets? Even Christmas yeah. baskets, they yeah. do Christmas decor yeah. and all that. They have the work program. That's my wife started the work program at Canadian Tire. She was she was wow. there, Home Depot, uh, Canadian Tire. Um, yeah, so uh, shout out to to those big companies that allow them to do this, which is wow. great as well. Fantastic, man. Yeah, Fantastic. they are. They, they they do such a great job and it brings so much value to their life. So yeah. Hats off wow. to that, well, honestly. So listen, um, that is the, the more serious stuff and, and the, the, um, the fantastic work you're doing there. L- let's talk about the, the more fun stuff. Let's talk about... Uh, well, Google, it is fun. It's, it's fun. We, we, we have a lot of fun there. No, no, for sure. The, the, the kids are... The kids, are, the, the kids put always... They, they, they tire me out, Lou. They tire me out at the end of the day, but they're freaking... We have some good times, and we have—I have to say—we have some good times, some good laughs, you know. And, I could imagine. And it's fun. It's fun. I love it. I love so, it. Um, you know, you started off also. Uh, I played ball hockey for a long time, and you started yeah. uh, a hockey league, a ball hockey league, VAR hockey, yeah. Yeah. Um, a few years ago. I don't know how how many years back, and yeah. I want to discuss that, and and also roller disc, uh, roller disco Montreal. Yeah. Which is really has me fascinated. That I mean, how did you? How did you? How did you think about something like? I mean, yeah, yeah, how do you yeah. Feel? Like, <laughs> where the hell did I come up with these things? Right. Eh? Yes, I'm, I'm curious. Like... You know what it is because I've always been fascinated by an entrepreneur's mind. How do they think? How do you? I've always been fascinated with that because you know I grew up in a house 
my father was an entrepreneur and self-employed and i'm always fascinated with the big you know entrepreneurs what, what, what did that what did that do like all the sicilians and italians asphalt pavioni <laughs> right never worked for, for anyone else for a day in his life which yeah. which but it always fascinates me people like you and and you know the big the, the elon musks and the steve jobs how do they think like how do you even come up with this idea how did how where did this come from the, the role of disco yeah yeah okay uh right now november 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 13 is going to be well november 13 is the date i chose but usually it's november 5th or 5th or the the 9th sorry november 9th three years ago i had uh i had this um because i was playing ball hockey right i had my league and a lot of these complexes these sports complexes these hockey ball hockey complexes on Saturday nights, they used to be always empty or they would have tournaments every so often. And, and I said to myself, these guys are wasting space and time on the weekends when they could be making money and being more productive. Good point. So I said, there's something missing in Montreal. And I go, what the hell is missing in Montreal? So let me start doing my homework. You know? uh -huh. Let me not start sleep, sleep less and do more work. Right? <laughs> Right, let, let me start doing my my homework. So I said, I said, what are we missing here in Montreal? You know, uh, we we got a great nightlife. Yep. Three years ago, we still had a great nightlife. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Clubs, all the clubs were, all the big clubs were still successful. The nightlife here, people were coming from all over the world to come and see our nightlife. We had the Grand Prix, we had the Jazz Festival, we had uh, uh, Just for Laughs. Um, we had uh, the old port, we had the fireworks. So we had, we're a city that's very, very busy in, in the nightlife. Yeah, all the festivals, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what I started to see, I started to see, I go, what does the States have that is 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 still, is still exciting entertainment and and still been along, it's still been around for a long time. And I started clicking, I go, Shit, roller, roller skating. People are still doing roller skating. They're still rollerblading out there. Yeah. But they have no place to go enjoy themselves one night with some good music, some good ambiance. The environment is fun. Uh, so I said, you know what? I'm gonna take a big chance. So I said, let me let me go start buying some rollerblades, some roller skates. Mm -hmm. I started buying used ones and all that. And I knew that there was only one person, one one person, one place that they were doing it in, not in Montreal, but in the area of Montreal, and it was called the Palladium. But there was a bingo hall, and every yes. Sunday afternoon, they would uh, they would be they would take out the tables and roller skate from four to I think it was two to four, two to four, one 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 o'clock in the afternoon to four in the afternoon, and it was open to all families. I go, wow, that's a that's a great idea, right? So if I can get that space and do it every Saturday night or every so often, once a month, yep. and give people a place to come and roller skate, but let me put a twist to it. Let me put some disco music. Yeah. Let me put some disco lights, make it nice and dark, bring back the 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 recio tech feeling, you know? The, the good old days, yeah. Good old days, yeah. So I said, let me let me let me try it. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be an investment of buying some skates, some disco lights, sure. some speakers. So November 
three years ago was 2017, 20, no, 2018, 2019. I started putting the project together. I went and rent out to one of my friends' uh, rink. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sold over 70 tickets. I had over 30 pairs of skates all rented out. We had people lined up outside. I did a bit of publicity on Facebook. And it was a great success. I had a live DJ. Uh, the lights, it was, it was, I had people waiting, but it was already over capacity. No, not over capacity. I didn't have enough skates. Wow. I didn't have enough skates. So we had about 70 people that night. 70 people. Was that, that was my first one. First one. My first one. So then I said, you know what? I got to start getting on this. So the next, so I said, I'm going to do it once a month. Let's start deciding to, you know, promote it once a month, mm -hmm. uh, get organized, uh, do great promotion, yep. go buy more skates. So the next time I went to buy another 50 pairs of skates, 40, 50 pairs of skates. I went again and we started again. I hit over 100, 120. I go, okay, so there's something here. You know what I mean? I, I started to feel there's something here. So let me start promoting again, but I'm going to change location. Let me go to Laval. Mm -hmm. Louis, I should have never went to Laval. Why? I had over 250 people. I had over 120 pairs of skates. I had to refuse another 50 people at the door. I had two rings going. It, it was madness. It was, it was. People were flocking around, like people were waiting for people to leave the rink to come in. Wow. And it was just a four-hour block. And Laval was where the Recotech was born, right? Yes, of course. So so imagine all the people I got that. And what I saw, what what my staff saw, because I have my brother helping me out too, and, 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 and he was amazed. I started seeing the mothers bringing their daughters roller skating. So you could imagine that I got the young crowd and the old crowd together. Yeah. So it was a mix of, but I would play disco and I'll play some top 40s. I would do some, some you know, mix of, of a bit of the old and the new, you know what I mean? To give a, a, a different vibe. And people were like, wow. You know, they were like, and, and I said, wow, I got something going, you know? Mm -hmm. And and then um, then we had the, the record tech was, was being teared down. So the only place now was I'm doing once a month events, and I got the, the Palladium uh, in Brossard or Longay that were doing the bingo thing, but he yeah. was doing it mostly, mostly in the day and, and catering to families. So I started growing, and then Laval was a was a big impact on on the business. And then I said, okay, now I got to start finding something central for Montreal. Yeah. So I went and checked out uh, Lorink, uh, my buddy uh, Jordan and Josh that are on Lorink, and that's where I play ball hockey today. I went, sorry, I went and see them, and uh, they said, and they said that uh, yeah, we got Saturdays available. I go, okay, guys, give me some time. Let me start promoting. So I'm in Central Montreal now. I'm in TMR, mm -hmm. like right off the Met and they carry right at that corner there. And uh, it was a great location. Uh, we did some uh, good publicity and started to hit 300 people. And uh, now I have, I have over 200 tweets. And then the pandemic hit. Yeah. 
So now what do I do with the pandemic? Holy shit. No, I'm, I'm in a, like, I got to put on hold, right? Of course. So I'm not bad. You know, I store my stuff. I put everything on hold. Mm-hmm. I started doing private parties. Groups of 10, groups of 25, groups sure. of 50. Yeah. I was allowed. And now I'm doing private parties. I have like four or five private parties every weekend. I do once a month. I do uh, events. Um, now we're also started to to take our business elsewhere. Like we're going to Saint Server. Mm-hmm. We got a gig Saint Server. So we're like uh, kind of the the circus is on the road, and we're sort of we're still doing the circus in town, and now we're doing the circus on the road. You know what I mean? What? So like. And I have people calling me all over. I'm telling you, Lou. I'm gonna tell you that we just did our Halloween party. Mm-hmm. We hit over a uh, hundred, hundred plus mm-hmm. of people, and we had people from Dubai, Texas, New York, Vermont, uh, Quebec City, Gatineau, Granby. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Toronto, it's, it's you know, Columbia. It's amazing. It you know what? You know what? See, see, there's the the thought process behind that is because you they always say right, and and I read up a lot about business, and I'm not very you know I'm, I'm entrepreneurship and all that, and business ideas, and how people think, and uh, the great minds of our time of our uh, of our lifetime, how they think, and you know, nostalgia always is always comes back so there's there's always that nostalgia with 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 rollerblading right with 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 the nostalgia of you know those images of going around in the rink and and just playing the music and just having a a very simple but good time man some good music and just some rollerblading that's all people want right the simplicity of it but one thing that will never stop selling or never stop being uh, a success anything attributed to nostalgia, whether it be activities like this, whether it be fashion, everything comes back to right. Comes back. It's 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 you know you know what it is is that I, I took something that was old and I brought it back now, and and I and I said, and, and it was it was it was like to see the older generation and the newer generation together having fun. With a simple disco music, yep. some simple rock, not rock. Not, I, I try to stay away from rock and roll, but some some hip hop music, some uh, top forty music, and I just you know mix it up with that, and they're all having fun. You know what I mean? It's like yep. not, uh, you know, and and you see a lot of these these older ladies and guys, they come and they showing their their kids some moves of this is what I used to do when I was your age. You know what I mean? And, and it's good to see that, and they're both having fun, and, and it's like. And I just love to see smiles on their face, and and then as soon as they're leaving the place, yeah, we'll be back the next one. We'll be back the next one, and the next one. And it's great to see. It's great to see. And and I see that, uh, uh, like as I, I see, like the you know the pandemic now is starting to open up. A lot of people are getting out there. They're they're enjoying more uh, life, and and you know, it, and their people. You wouldn't believe how many people out there are, are, are calling me. I get four or five calls a day. Uh, do you have this available? Can we come this way? Uh, when's your next event? And all that. You know, we want to do a party, a private party for, for just a bunch of friends, a birthday party, anniversary party, a bachelorette party. 
uh, it's, it's crazy just that people now they really want to get out you know what i mean like they're they're done with this pandemic they want to get out oh yeah and, I and i'm I, the only one that's doing this 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 those roller disco there's nobody else well you you have that that then you have no you have no competition and i said it from day one anybody that is in the entertainment business whether it be restaurants clubs um st- things like you do anything people are gonna once once it's gonna be like you know after the roaring 20s right after the great depression yeah. people are just gonna yeah. want to go crazy yeah. want to be out every day every night just just get me out i don't care what i'm doing just let yeah, me get look, out you know yeah look perfect example look we had the thing in rdp we had the folly the 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 river did you see how many people yeah. when that went uh when the the middle yes. won, won the euro yeah, and when we had the, the when they, we had the Euro, RDP was like literally like we we're like close, they were closing down the streets. Then we had the Montreal Canadiens, those those sucky goddamn Montreal Canadiens that went to the, at least to the to the finals and, and look at the city. So what I liked what I liked is is that we we gave a, a second heartbeat to Montreal. Listen, I love Montreal, my city. I can't stand the Habs, and you know that. <laughs> Yes. But, but, but just to say is that I love that the city's back alive and we're Montreal is back, back because we made we made headlines with with the Euro when Italy won. We were on our, everybody, even we were making more noise than Toronto, more noise, more noise you know, than New York, more noise I, than anybody in North America. I had my cousins and uncles calling me from Italy saying, "What the." F- Fuck are you guys! What are you people doing? Yeah, but Italy, yeah, Italy, yeah, but Italy, Italy was like the whole, the whole country, right? But us, we were one city in North America making noise. Oh yeah, for sure. You know I just couldn't believe the images coming out of Montreal and Toronto and New York. They just couldn't, especially Montreal. I showed them videos of RDP. They couldn't believe their eyes. I, I, I was, I was so, I was so happy to see the city back alive. You know what I mean? I, I loved. To see the Montreal back on the map, and we needed this. Let's be honest, Louis. Oh, the, yeah. the shitty 2020 that we had, yeah. Uh, you know, I think we we needed we needed like a like a fuck man. Let's let's go party. Let's go enjoy ourselves. Let's get out there, rain or shine. Uh, you know, even when when Italy won and everybody was partying in the rain, you know, it oh, yeah. shows that we needed this. We needed to 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 forget about 2020. Uh, the Azzurri kind of give us that. Oh. That that reason to 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 say it's over, you know. You know, it's it's so funny. It Look, like last night was pretty cold, right? I get a call in yeah. the day. My wife's cousin is like, "I got tickets for the Impact tonight. You want to go watch the the soccer game?" <laughs> I'll go on, go on. Okay, I call my buddy Angelo. You know Angelo. I said, "I'm yeah. yeah, let's go. It will freeze. Who cares? Let's go, man. Just yeah. do something, you know. Let's go watch the yeah, Don't forget, game. don't forget the cigars after, right? No, no, no. We yeah, no, no. That time. <laughs> Louis sneaked in a cigar or two. Huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But that, that the, the, thank God for my cigars during this pandemic. It kept me, uh, yeah. kept me going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you, you know that, that's that's it's a good segue. Um, you know, as you know, uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be making an announcement soon. Uh, that the official launch for uh, my cigar nights website with my with my partners is gonna uh, open. We're gonna be ready soon. Uh, we're going to be selling all cigar accessories, and um, I know that you've gotten into the business as well. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so I, 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 uh, I made, I made, started made some contacts in the the U.S., in Europe, uh, all over. You know, 
and and started to talk to people about cigars and, and talking about knowledge learning more because i'm not a, a a cigar connoisseur but i'm a cigar fan uh i'm a supporter uh, i don't smoke as much as these guys and all that but i like to have a good cigar you know uh, with friends a cigar to to after a hard day's work with a with a good drink um cigars when i go fishing cigars when i'm watching the hockey game you know what i mean like a cigar is a good a good way to end the day uh i find it's more of a, a positive note you know you hear people say oh you're smoking you are you putting that in no you know what i'm saying i'm i'm relaxing that's what i'm doing absolutely i'm, I'm putting my life at ease a bit you know and enjoying life that's what i'm trying to do and a cigar is, is a perfect symbol of that and 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 i like to have a good cigar with company and you know after great supper um great friends uh we know we had a couple of talks me and you having a couple of drinks with a nice cigar you know what i mean it, it's life it's, it's it's enjoying life you know what i mean uh we, we need to forget about this negative shit that we had in 2020 because uh it, look we're still feeling it less but it was a shitty 2020 and, and i think absolutely a good cigar helps at the end of the day you know what, uh, Reno? Um, I, I always said the two things that saved me during this pandemic, and I, and I, I haven't shied away from the fact that it, it was rough on me because I'm a very sociable person. And yeah. two things that really helped me get through this pandemic was, was first of all, starting this podcast yeah. uh, again, which is my second podcast, as you know, and and uh, the wonderful community within the podcasting that I've met and I've become friends with, yeah. uh, including you and other people. Uh, and second is cigars, and but not just the the aspect, uh, the 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 experience of having a cigar, and what does that do to the soul, and 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 but having it with good people, because I find, I swear to God, that that cigarette tastes different than when I'm alone, than I'm with a good good company and good conversation, and all the people that I've met because of my love of cigars, the fantastic friends I've made in the past couple of years because of cigar smoking. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to start getting into the health uh, detriment and all that because... It, yeah, yeah, well, listen. It, it's, there, it's, there's it's, always going to be the negative side, right, Luke? There's always going to be the negative side. Let's put it that way, Reno. I'll be honest yeah. with you. It is very minuscule because since the beginning of time, people have been smoking, okay? So yeah, yeah, exactly. at the end of the day, it's a natural leaf. That's all it is. There's no preservatives. There's nothing else added in there. Exactly. That's 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 the thing is that uh, people look at it as a negative thing, and and, wow. and I find that to me to me gave me a positive a positive uh, way of life. Absolutely. I find. Look, I made great friends there. I made uh, I met uh, uh, one of my good good buddies is a JFP Cigars Gustavo, fantastic businessman. He he started he started to really work on. Uh, on uh, cigars online uh, e-commerce uh he's gone w worldwide he's starting to travel get different tobacco different kinds of cigars he's working with all his uh, wholesalers and all that mm -hmm. great businessman he's into real estate also um then i met uh dave uh, patron he's a uh, more of a connoisseur of cigars he he does reviews he talks about cigars and all that mm -hmm. and he's great he's well known in the the uh cigar industry uh, a good friend of mine uh, leo stone he did his own uh, you got to check this guy out uh, he did his own uh, man cave and, and and he brings people for cigars and he, he talks about cigars. Yeah. He, he's, he's a great guy uh, he's he's uh 
and uh, he's a great American, you know. And these guys love love their their country, but they love their cigars even more. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, for sure. And they're fantastic. They're they're great guys. They're down to earth business guys. Uh, you know, who's a lawyer? Who's a real estate guy? Who's a guy who's just staying home and enjoying life? Uh, uh, you know, who's a guy who's got roller disco? Who's a guy in the the finance? Who's a who's a banker? Uh, who's a plumber? I mean, who's a landscaper? These guys, they, they love the cigars and they like to get together. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. That, that, you see, that's what I've always loved. And I, I, don't, re I don't recall who... Uh, I, I've seen this quote quite a few times, documentaries that I've watched or whatever, at different cigar lounges and the history of cigars. It says, you know what I, we love about cigars? The cigars don't discriminate. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, that's true. It's true. You have a guy yeah. in a cigar lounge, uh, uh, a guy that... that uh, a janitor sitting next to uh, vice president of a company and they're talking like they're yeah, best friends and, words, just yeah, exactly. shit, yep. and there's no no yeah. judging each other just enjoying each other's company and conversation that's what i love about cigars that's what yeah that's you, you, don't, you don't have to be black white rich or poor business or no business uh it, it, look i got uh, my cousins that smoke cigars and they love it and they're all business guys and all that but they'll be smoking with with whoever it is, and we'll we'll be sitting down and having a drink. But no matter who it is, even if it's a guy that doesn't have a business, or even if the guy is whatever, he's from far away from me. Who cares? You know what I mean? It's we're we're enjoying our time with that cigar and 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 the and the community in the cigar business. Uh, they they support people, any kind of people. You know what I mean? And it's good to see. I I love that. Uh, I I see the cigar the cigar community is so they're so close to like it, they're they're connected you know what i mean in yeah. different ways but they're always connected to that good cigar you know what i mean absolutely and it's huge it's huge yeah, yeah. it's huge I, only getting I, 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 that's my getaway that's i louis I, I find that that's my getaway you know at a, at a hard days uh, a hard day at work or you know sometimes uh, you're exhausted or whatever you want that good cigar. You want to enjoy it. Uh, even even alone, I love. You know, sometimes just me too. You know, looking yeah. at the stars, yeah. yeah. Or after a good meal, after a good steak. You saw a couple of my my oh, posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my after therapy. a couple of good steaks. Oh, you don't have to. You're preaching to the choir. Trust me, I understand. So, uh, so, so look out for that. So, um, uh, yeah, I'm looking to get into the podcast, uh, podcast and you know, cigars and talk. Just talking to people about cigars. Yeah, you know, and uh, you and Carmen are, are great. Uh, you have great knowledge, and now you're getting into that business. Yes, and you know, uh, I, I love I love that. And, you know, you got a great community, you got a good team there. There's also, uh, I think it's Tony too. Yeah, Tony Panarello and uh, yeah, exactly. Tony. Carmen's brother uh, Morris. Yeah, Morris. Uh, me, me, Morris, and Carmen used to play ball hockey together, yeah. and uh, we used to play against each other. And uh, those are two brothers that I used to love to play against. And they used to hate to play against me. <laughs> I used to, I used to love to play with those guys. Right? I used to, and we had some good times, good stories, man, good stories. I miss, I miss and, and, and the best thing is, Louis, we're gonna be talking about it over a nice cigar. Do oh, you, Morrison, card, man? We're gonna be talking well, over a couple of cigars and a couple of drinks. We will. So look out for that. Yeah. We're gonna be launching, yeah. uh, I believe, uh, right before Christmas. So it'll be enough yeah, time wait, to for your husband wait, and, and wives. Because a lot of women are starting to smoke as well. So, oh my, you you gotta see Lou the community. We got we got uh, 
a lot in in I think is it in the states in Miami I think it's Miami or Texas there are women entrepreneurs in cigars yes. they, they they sell their own cigar brand they manufacture their own cigar brand they brand it and they review it and they're they're affiliated with a lot of these big time cigar and it's like wow i go this has been they're taking cigar business to the next level it's like holy crap it's it's quite something i'm i'm really glad that um that uh you know i've gotten into this lifestyle so we're gonna have a launch party as well at my my buddies yeah. uh Steve, uh, Steve's uh, place, of course, Stogie's, the world famous Stogie's. Uh, yes. Stogie, yes, yeah, you had him on your show, yeah. I remember yeah. you had him on the show. During the pandemic, I was and, so yeah. trying to uh, support them as well. So now winter's yeah. getting colder, so I'm going to be going there more often, at least once a week. So yeah. uh, I'm going to try nice. to get there tomorrow night as well. Nice. My first one for the, for the cold season. I wanted to end off uh, on a uh, last subject, something that we, yeah. we uh, our common love, if I could say, besides cigars. <laughs> is of course um our boston bruins as you can see some paraphernalia here in the back my, yeah, too bad I, didn't, I didn't put up any of my bruins stuff yeah. i should have given my bruins jersey yeah. my bruins uh, yeah yeah my bruins gear yeah this i came with my roller disco look this yeah, is yeah, second best to the bruins there i came with my skates i keep my it. cap i love it you know what i mean we got to represent so, represent um, yeah but i just yeah. i you know um I loved when we we did a show on uh, on your on your uh, on your podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the we had a good time, but no, I just wanted to, um, you know, well, what do you think? What do you think of them this year? What uh, what do you see happening? How is uh, moving forward? I know there's going to be some challenges here. Um, yeah, a few things I'm well, worried. About. I know, I know, you, I know. Listen, Lou, me and you, we we we. we I know you're you're a strong believer in certain things of, of uh, the the built of the team. Uh, two thing two things that I I'm happy and, and maybe you're gonna disagree with me sure. is that uh, Tuka Rask is not in the picture. Uh, I think the rookie Swyman I think Swyman is gonna be the the, the key element yep. for success. If we're gonna have to succeed, he has to he has to be stepping it up. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm happy that we're giving the the chance to a, a young kid. Yeah, it, but it, it's a tough market because if he would have been uh, playing in Arizona or a, in um, in uh, Nashville or or uh, what's the other thing, the, the other Columbus, it, it's not a hockey market. Or he would start even in Seattle, they wouldn't have big expectations. But he's in a market with Boston, right? Which, which there's a lot of shoes to fill. Well, the thing is, is that he, he, you know, the expectations are high because of how well he performed last year, right? So, um, you know, for for tonight, by the way, the Bruins are up three zero. Bergie has a hat trick, and Swayman, uh, so far is <laughs> is uh, is shooting a shutout. Um, you love you 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 are a perfect example of representing Bergie, because I know you love him to that. I know. So, so wait, know. Just, just a second, Rito. So we're gonna say hi to some people from the beginning. I didn't want to end. I didn't want to interrupt our great conversation. So Raul has been on, and he's he's been saying hi to Reno. He loves you. Um, uh, thank you. Thank you. He's doing a lot of uh, uh, promo for you. And thank uh, you, buddy. Says uh, you know. Uh, so Reno, how much did you disagree or or agree? 
Uh, I never disagree with Louis. It's hard no, to disagree with Louis. Hard. We we agree on a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. That's also, true. my buddy, my buddy Angelo said salute earlier on. Hey, how are you, Ange? And uh, but this is the funniest one. My buddy Antonio uh, Tony Cheech says. <laughs> Uh, why did you guys have to mess up a good show by talking about the Bruins? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hey, let me guess. Yeah, Hab's fine. Uh, he, he is, but he's he's a great yeah. guy. He's a great guy. Okay. He's one of my good buddies. Sorry, Chief. We didn't have to. We can't do an entire hour. Hey, you know, we're, we're hardcore Bruins fans. I think me and Louis are the, one of the most hardcore Bruins fans in Montreal. Yeah. I think we uh, we represent the, the black and yellow pretty good. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't disagree with you. Um, I'm I'm happy that we went with all Mark and Swayman, and that there's yeah. be platooning it this year. And uh, I think we have a good you know a good backup there. And but I, what I was uh, worried about, and it seems like it's gonna it's come to fruition, is and we had this discussion in the playoff edition show when we did it at your pod, at the on your podcast. Yeah, was. Losing Krejci as a second line centerman, um, because now everybody has to play. Are we, we going to disagree on that? We're gonna. I I think it's a huge loss. I'll be honest with you, because um, we need some balance in the scoring. That's been our problem, and uh, yeah. you know, to me, uh, my boy is Coleman, man. Coleman, Coyle, Coyle, Coyle is my guy. Coyle is the man that has to step it up. He has to. I know you're, you're not happy about it. I know you're not. I don't. I don't think that right now. Uh, you got to give him a couple more years. Yeah. But I think that he, they're giving him the keys, and you're the number two centerman. Um, they went to get Foligno. Yeah. Foligno could step in if they have to. Yes. To me, Foligno is the 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 wild card. Foligno is the guy that. I think is that when they're going to start having some problems right before the playoffs and they're going to have to start adjusting, I think Foligno is going to be the guy, okay, let's put him center. Let's put him on the wing. Let's put him on certain lines. Let's do some combination. Uh, they're bringing down uh, the brusque onto the third line, which is which is okay. Um, Hall has to step it up. That's yeah, he does, but that's you, see, you know we finally find <laughs> we finally found Krejci a winger. They had that amazing end at the end since Hall changed, you know, joined the team last year, and now he has to learn and start again with Coyle. And yeah, but, it, but Coyle, what is? I love him, but he ain't he ain't David Krejci, bro. He ain't he ain't. I'm sorry. He ain't. But listen, yeah. well, listen. I was gonna remember when I said there was only two points that I wanted to point out, and it's Tuko Rask and Krejcik that that are gone. <laughs> Halleck Halleck was gonna leave anyways because Halleck uh, didn't uh, succeed when he had the chance to succeed. Yeah. And uh, I'm so happy that Rask and Krejcik are gone. Ooh. I was never I was never a big fan of Krejcik, uh, and and Rask will never win us a cup. So. I think it's trying to turn the page. Let's try to win a cup with this young kid. Uh, I think we got maybe three years, three years, and see where we're at. Mm, yeah, well, you have to see uh, once Bergie. I don't know if he's going to call it in. You know, this is the last year of Bergie. Uh, Bergie Bergie's got another three more years. Come on, Bergie. Look at him. He's still he's still playing like he's a kid, man. No, bro, but he's tired. Yeah. You see it. The years are catching up. Don't forget this is. Yeah, but Marshawn is going to start wheeling him in. Marshawn is always going to keep him. Uh, 
hey, come on, Grandpa, keep playing with me. You know what I mean? Hey, my son is a guy he keeps him young. You know what I mean? So, so Raul, this was for you, Raul. This was for you. You see, we agreed up until the 59th minute that we disagree. We agreed to disagree on David Krejci. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! That's a, that's a great way to end the show. But but is is he is he playing is he playing in the, in the Czech Republic? Yeah, he is. He's in his, he's, he's, he's still playing. Yeah? yeah, he's having a good time and good for him. Yeah. He did it for I like Jagger, man. Jagger's still having a good time. What is he? Fifty now? Jagger's fifty-one. <laughs> that's crazy. He's fifty years old. And the guy's still having fun, man. Like he's yeah. a kid again. Yeah. So speaking of fun, bro, this has been a blast. Um, Thank you, Lou. Thank you. So as much. you see at the bottom of the screen, guys, you have uh, on Instagram, uh, Reno underscore VAR, uh, all the websites, uh, both Blue Light Project and um, Disco Blue Light Program. Blue Light, Blue Light, Blue Light Program and Roller Disco Montreal is also on, on, uh, on IG. Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lou, you know what I want? Yeah, I want to invite you. I want to invite you. We're going to do this live. If you could come to one of my next events at the roller disco, you and your wife, I want to put you on skates, on roller skates. <laughs> and then <laughs> you and your wife, you come come out, you know, it's on my it's a treat. I would love to have you guys there. And then after a good uh, bit of roller skating, we'll have a couple of drinks, cigars, uh, enjoy a night and, and have some good drinks, and good times, and some, and some good laughs. The only thing is that if if you get me on skates, bro, you're gonna need a doctor on standby. So luckily, we, have, we always have at our event we have ambulance waiting outside. Okay, perfect. So luckily, buddy <laughs> Antonio Chichi, that, that that made me laugh. I'm glad I stuck around to see this shit hit the fan. Oh shit! <laughs> Chich. Tony, Tony Chichi is uh, an, an osteopath, so he could help me out. <laughs> uh, you could invite him too to the, come to the next event, and uh, just in case that you start having some pain here and there. Friday yeah. night, yeah, yeah, be a good one. Hey, how, about, how about we go to Stogie's first and then we go roller skating? Oh, sounds like a perfect night, man. Oh, we should so do it reverse. We go skating, and then when we have a bit of uh, our, our asses all fucked up and we're all, we're all bumped and bruised over there, we're gonna go have a couple of cigars there. Hey. Oh, On that note, oh, bro, this has been a great, uh, a great time, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. I, I, uh, I so appreciate it. Um, Reno, I'm going to be sharing this on social media, on the podcast format as well, if anyone that you, you can share that with your listeners and your followers. So, thanks again, buddy. I, I, I love it. I appreciate you so much. And um, yeah. Let's do it again. Absolutely. Guys, have a great evening. Uh, Reno, stick around. We'll chat offline. Thank you, guys. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.